Hey guys, this is April. Did you know that you can leave us a voice message with your feedback or a question right on our Anchor homepage and we can incorporate it into the podcast? So cool. Head to anchor.fm slash east to west WLS. Scroll down the page a little bit until you see the message button. Using your smartphone, click that button and leave us your feedback or a question and we will drop it in an upcoming podcast episode. We're so excited to connect with you. Thank you for your continued support of East to West WLS. Hi, welcome to East to West WLS, the podcast where we support the bariatric community with humor, humility, and honesty. I'm April and I'm the West. And I'm Natalie and I'm also the West. Boom! Surprise! <laughs> our, our dear friend Jason is taking a much-deserved vacation to go visit his grandbabies. So Natalie and I are holding down the fort for, for some time being, but we're very excited to talk to you today about something that is often discussed in our community, food swaps. And the reason we want to talk about food, food swaps is because we have some very strong opinions, I think, about food swaps because they can be a good thing and they can also be a bad thing. Not meaning to like put them in boxes, but that's just kind of how it is. And I know Natalie, you and I have mm -hmm. often talked about food swaps, why we make them, when we make them and how we make them. Uh, and you know, there's tons of ideas in the community about food swaps uh, really around those same topics. But yeah, I mean, just kind of being open and transparent about what a food swap is, kind of why we do it, when we do it, and what our favorite go-tos are, we hope will help others in our community understand that it is something that we can do. We don't need to feel you know, guilt or shame around swapping out food items. And we also don't have to feel guilt or shame if we choose not to swap out items, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's all things that we can do and everybody is going to make their own personal choice when it comes to food. So our discussion today is really just going to be centered around what you and I have found works best for us and kind of why we do what we do when it, when it comes to food swap. So I think we're just ready to dive in. Should we just do it? Let's dive in. I'm ready. Hey, it's April with East to West WLS. I don't know about you, but after I dropped a significant amount of weight, my body just didn't feel like my own and I needed help feeling like it was my own again. So I started receiving chiropractic care. If you live in the Tacoma area, I cannot recommend Grit City Cairo more. Dr. McKenzie is passionate about helping you feel, function, and live better. Check out her Instagram at Grit City Cairo or her website, gritcitychiropractic.com for more info and to book your first consultation. And if you mention East to West, you'll get a discount on your first visit. I feel amazing after seeing her, and I think you will too. I love it. All right. So first question on the list, and oh, I guess I probably should have said this earlier. If you see, if you're watching this on YouTube, um, thank you. We're very uh, adorable. Uh, but if you see me looking this way, it's because I'm literally looking at the show notes. Uh, if you guys have been listening or following us for a while, you know that I write very extensive show notes. And Natalie and I are very much aligned in this. We love to like know what's coming up. We love to, to, to kind of have an outline of what we want to talk about. So I'm just going to kind of go down our list here. Uh, and the very first question that, that I had for us is what is a food swap to you? So when you're telling people or somebody asks you what a food swap is, what do you tell them? Yeah, I usually just say that it's an alternative that satisfies my craving without, you know, sacrificing my macros or my goals. So anything that um, 
still scratches the itch, but doesn't necessarily sacrifice my entire day or trigger me to eat other things. Um, it's just like a, a good way to still get that craving in, but without sacrificing uh, my end goal or my daily, uh, my daily macros. You know, and I very much appreciate that because what, what you're acknowledging is that, right. So some days a food swap is going to be just fine. Other days, a food swap is not going to be just fine. So you're really giving yourself mm-hmm. kind of my, our favorite saying, right. Some space and grace to determine what's going to be best for you on that day or in that meal or in that decision. And that mm-hmm. what I most appreciate about your personal definition is the word satisfies. That is mm-hmm. such a powerful word. So will you, will you kind of t- tell us more about what that means to you and why is that word included in your definition? Um, because I went my whole life without feeling satisfied. Um, my uh, brain doesn't work in the way that um, most people's do. Uh, you know, it, it used to be like, oh, I'll, I'll get a sugar-free latte, but it doesn't scratch that itch or it doesn't satisfy me. Um, and then I just keep wanting more and more and more. Um, whereas like, if I get like a lettuce wrapped burger, I'm really there for the burger. I'm not really there for the bun. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm there because I want a big, fat, juicy burger instead of I'm not there for the bun. You know what I mean? So it's like, how can I, you know, some days I'll get the latte with full fat milk, you know, whatever sugar syrup I want, because that's going to satisfy me. And I'm not going to go looking uh, and ruin my day for other things. Uh, But when it comes down to like a burger and fries, eh, I'm really there for the burger. I might have a couple fries. I don't really need the bun, you know, so I can have it lettuce wrapped or I can have it without a bun and feel satisfied. Uh, It's, it's all about like what will make me feel content and what will make me not want to look and scavenge for other things uh, in the moment or after the moment. I remember you, you were the one that really changed my thinking around food swaps when we had this conversation and it was months ago. I mean, it does, I mean, it could have been like one of our very first yeah. conversations, but the fact that you were so clearly in tuned with what your needs were and how you just kind of function as a person it really gave me a lot of permission to make a decision in the moment and to not feel guilty about opting to have a bun that day or opting to not have a bun that day. It was like, oh, mm-hmm. food swaps are not something that I always have to do. Food swap is something right. that I, right, that I have access to that I can, that I can use it as a, it's another tool in my toolbox. And when mm-hmm. I kind of made that mindset, that, that shift, right, to that type of definition of a food swap, I found a lot of freedom and a lot of power in my choices. Uh, and I think that's, mm-hmm. that's the key to, to a food swap. If we say, I'm always going to swap a, a bun for lettuce, that might not do it on, on every day. And then we could be finding that we're really obsessing or craving or thinking about the thing that we just didn't have. And then we're making mm-hmm. maybe food choices that aren't as aligned to our health goals after the fact. Whereas if we just say, right. Or, you know, to avoid that, we can just say, you know what, I really would like a full burger experience. I'm going to opt for a bun today and call it good. So that the next time that comes around, you have a fresh decision to make. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like yesterday uh, I was at a friend's house one of my new berry friends and we were going out on the lake and we were making our own like sandwiches. And, you know, she goes, okay, I have lettuce. 
I have low carb tortillas. I have like a pretzel bun. And then I have like this good seed, like Dave's killer bread or whatever. It's like the little good seed bread. And I thought, man, I really just want a good sandwich. You know, you're out on the lake, you know, that's kind of what you want. I was like, I could have lettuce wrapped, but I was like, that just won't satisfy me. You know, I feel like then I'll just be looking for other things. And so I opted for the like good seed bread and it was perfect. I had two bites left over that I didn't finish, but I was like, I had my sandwich and it felt like a sandwich and I'm good. Yes. The, the power of our, I think I always underestimated. I thought I had no power and I really did have no power before surgery. And that's been one of the greatest gifts that I've experienced after surgery is all of a sudden now I do have a choice and I can make a choice in the moment that is right for me at that time, just to get that little mm -hmm. bit of space between, you know, you enjoying a meal and then you preparing a meal can be just so rewarding because finally it's like, oh, I, I have the mental capacity or I have the ability to make these decisions. Whereas before surgery, there, I, I didn't even, I had zero space. It was just automatic. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just something that you could not yep. interrupt. So powerful, very yeah. powerful. Well, and, and my definition of a food swap really kind of aligns with yours. I said, it's when I replace a food item that is not closely aligned to my health goals with items that are more closely aligned. Right. Mm -hmm. So again, the, the power of my choice in, in each individual moment belongs to me and I can make a choice mm -hmm. in terms of my health. I've really tried to get away from saying that food is good or bad or that I should, or I shouldn't. I'm really trying to get to the place where it's like, I, what am I going to choose to eat today? What am I going to choose to eat mm -hmm. in this moment? And food swaps can, you know, can, can be a, a big part of that. Yeah. Exactly. It's all about also like asking yourself, what do I want? Yeah. And does that want, is that really what I want? You know, pushing that a little bit further and saying, is that actually what I want? Or is that my food addiction telling me I want it? You know? And I think that's also what I did yesterday is like, okay, I want the pretzel bun, but realistically, am I going to be able to eat a pretzel bun with all my sandwich goodies on the inside. No, because I'm 10 months out of surgery. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what's a good substitute? Lettuce is not going to cut it for me today, yeah. but the good seed bread, that's a good option. You know, that'll yeah. still give me the feeling of having a sandwich and moving and I can accept that decision and move on. Yeah. You know, and there are things that I don't think I would never swap out just because mm. not, I haven't found anything yet that, that does the same thing as that original item, like mayonnaise. That's mm. one of those things for me. It's like, I'm never going to oh. swap that out, right? Like that actually adds never. so much enjoyment to my meal or to whatever I'm cooking. Mm -hmm. And it's like, nope, I'm going to use mayo. Uh, I will swap mm. out sour cream. I will swap out, you know, bread. I, I don't tend to swap out sugar for artificial, artificial sweeteners just because I am not so much a fan of all the processing, even though I know sugar is a highly refined product. Um, you know, sometimes there's mm -hmm. chemicals or there's other things that go along in those sugar-free items. And I just don't eat a lot of sugar anyways. I, it's just not a big part of my diet. So I tend to yeah. not swap out, you know, the sugar-free options for, for when I'm doing full sugar, but I've also experimented with this, right? I've had BSG two years ago. 
you know, high sugar tends to not bother me all the time, although it does some of the time. So, you know, there's, yeah, I mean, it's just, when it comes to food swaps, there's some things that I'm totally okay with doing. And then there's other things that I'm just like, nope, I will, I I will never do it. Are you kind of the same way? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think there's also some foods where I'm not in my, I'm not in the point of my journey where I can safely like have those foods and be okay and not be triggered. Um, you know, pasta is a big one for me. Um, I love pasta. It was a big comfort food for me. Um, you know, so every once in a while I'll have like a couple bites of pasta, but it's not something I will keep in my house. It's not something that, um, that I'll make for myself or choose for myself very often. Um, so I will swap out like, um, hearts of palm pasta perfect, you know, almost no carb option, um, kind of satisfies like my need for like that pasta feeling, Mm -hmm. um, but doesn't trigger me as well as like an actual pasta would. Um, but as far as like people always ask me, Oh, you know, cause I make chicken salad and things like that. They're like, Oh, did you put Greek yogurt? And I'm like, no, I put full mayo in that. Like I, there's just some things that I just love and I can't give, I I won't give them up because I just, they satisfy me and I won't go overboard. I mean, I eat, I splurge on cheeses. I get brie and like Gouda and like really good cheeses. I get, um, I would say sugar though. I do, I do substitute. I use, um, monk fruit or stevia if I'm going to like be baking or something like that. Um, because sugar really did make me sick before surgery. Um, and still kind of does. Mm -hmm. So I do look for sugar-free options. Um, but I try to go as natural as possible. Monk fruit and stevia, uh, nothing. I try to stay away from sugar alcohols and things like that. Yep. You, you and I are, are very much in alignment with that, you know, and the thing yeah. that I also found re- really interesting about what you just said is that we can use food swaps for items that we know we're still having a difficult time eating proportionally like pasta, right? Mm-hmm. So you know that that's oh, yeah. just not a food that is safe for you yet, but when you're feeling the you know, when you want to have some pasta, you can make a swap so that you're still getting the experience. You're still getting something very similar and you know, it's not the same. I know that you and I've talked about this. You don't go into that meal saying, Oh, I'm eating pasta. You go into that meal saying, Oh, I'm having hearts of palm with spaghetti sauce or ragu. Right. So by telling yourself, this is not pasta, this is something different. It can really kind of help set you up for more enjoyment because if you go into a food swap thinking, oh, this is going to be just like fill in the blank, it's not. It's just not. You're right? setting like, yourself up for failure at that point. <laughs> you are. Yes, you really are because your brain and your mouth and everything is anticipating this, this meal that you're envisioning in your memory, right? You're imagining something that's coming. And then when you take that first bite and it doesn't taste like it or doesn't taste anything like what you imagined at all, now you're going to experience disappointment in your meal. So now you've yeah. kind of, you know, hurt yourself two ways. You, you've built up this anticipation. It's nothing like, like it thought it would. And then all of a sudden it just, it can kick us into a space that's not very he- healthy or helpful. 
So mm. I know for that, for me, when I do make food swaps and I know that I like, I love how you say it. Like it, you know, I, I got an itch to scratch and I, and I really want to get that itch scratched, but if I go into it saying, okay, this is not fill in the blank. This is this totally different meal. At least it, it, it can separate the two so that I'm not anticipating and that I'm not disappointed. I can just enjoy the meal that I've prepared for myself with these things that I have, have swapped out. And I think that also too came from you. Mm -hmm. I think that was a really powerful you know, moment that you helped me understand because food swaps can be mm -hmm. a little bit overwhelming. There's so many swaps that you can make. And sometimes I go down mm -hmm. the rabbit hole of, oh my God, what's going to be the best swap? And it's like, oh geez, yeah. I'm spending all my time thinking about this. Yeah. And you just, I mean, my rule of thumb is that you just have to find what you like. I like hearts of palm pasta. I like cauliflower rice, mm -hmm. you know, and just having those on hand and saying, okay, I really want to have like a red sauce, like a pasta or like meatballs and, and red sauce, but like, I don't want the pasta. Okay, cool. I have hearts of palm pasta at the ready. I can just put that over. Am I going to eat all of it? No, I always leave like hearts of palm leftover. Like there's always leftovers, but you know, it's, it's the knowing what you like and then just having it on hand and having it at the ready. Yeah. That is a super good point. If you don't actually like the swap that you're making, you're never going to eat it and you're never going to enjoy yeah. it. And you're just going to, you know, you're, you're probably going to regret that decision. And then you're only going to be thinking about the thing that you really wanted and you swapped for. Hey guys, it's April. I don't know if you know this, but Gather Juice Company was our first podcast sponsor. And for good reason, they make some bomb ass juices. My absolute favorite is the Sunrise and the Pineapple Express. Night Vision and Goldilocks come in a real close third and fourth. I also very much enjoy their smoothies. Pina Colada, top of my list. If you live locally in the Tacoma area, swing by their 6th Avenue location and try it for yourself. You're going to be hooked. Big shout out to Gather Juice. Thank you for your sponsorship. Exactly. No, and, and that can be frustrating too, because I know I've tried, I mean, I've tried so many different pasta alternatives. Jason even sent me like three boxes of the edamame pasta that I was so excited to try. Oh. Did not enjoy it at all. Uh, and I think that when you, you know, when you're trying to figure out what swap you do like, it can be difficult because you could be trying a ton of different products until you do find that yeah. one thing that's like, oh, this tastes really great. I very much enjoy that. Um, and I know sometimes I get discouraged and I'll just give up, but then I guess what really helps me kind of get back on the, on, on being creative with my swaps is that I love to go to the community and see how people use ingredients that are just pretty common. Like the other day, somebody shared, it was, it was a cauliflower pizza recipe, but it was one that I'd never seen before in my entire life. And then the other swap that, that somebody just shared with me is cauliflower nachos. And I was like, Oh my God, wow. I would have never in a million years like thought about that. But, you know, it, it's those types of little moments of inspiration that at least get me back on the, oh, I never thought about that. I could try that. I mean, I'm going to like whatever I put on top of the, the nacho part and cauliflower would be probably a really interesting swap. So I need to give that a try. But, you know, I, I think a lot of us get frustrated sometimes because we try one swap and we're like, oh God, that's awful. And then we can mm -hmm. kind of use that as an excuse to not look for maybe healthy alternatives. And that can also be 
problematic, right? Like exactly. we're not going to gain all of our weight back if we eat pasta once a month, we will gain our weight back if we're eating pasta consistently, right? Like every, every, every day, that's just not, that's exactly. not really helpful for us. Mm-hmm. So I think we've kind of already talked about this, but when, when do you most often make food swaps? What are these like easy swaps that have maybe just become a part of your, your, your diet now, a, a part of who you are as an eater? Yeah. I mean, mainly it's bread. Um, I grew up on sandwiches as most of us did. Um, <laughs> so I, you know, I do like deli meat sandwiches. I like PB and J sandwiches. You know, I like, the, I like sandwiches. I just, it's just ingrained in me. I was raised on it. Something that I just thoroughly enjoy. And I would say the biggest place where I swap is bread. Um, also because it does trigger me, uh, to want more. Um, so I'll usually have, um, I love the carb balance tortillas. They have four net carbs. Um, I'll make like a peanut butter and low sugar jam, like roll up uh, (laughs) to satisfy me. Um, or I'll just use like lettuce if I have like a chicken salad or a tuna salad. Um, but I will say like, I always have low carb tortillas on hand. I always have like either romaine or butter lettuce on hand. Um, so that I can make something that kind of feels like a sandwich to me. Um, And then again, as far as like sugar goes, I really try to stay away from it in my day-to-day life. So, you know, having, um, like built bars on hand to scratch that candy bar itch or, uh, you know, dive bars, they're a little bit higher in carb, uh, and sugar, but they're not as bad as like actually having a candy bar. And so those kinds of things, having those on hand, um, and then just having, you know, like like I said, monk fruit sweetener, stevia. Um, I do have like coconut sugar on hand. So if I actually feel like, okay, I want to have like, I want to bake an apple and I want like real sugar, you know, I I'll go for like a coconut sugar because it's less refined. It's a little bit more natural. Uh, and it doesn't seem to like spike my glycemic index as fast. Uh, I don't get that like sugar high and then sugar low. Um, so those are like my top, uh, the top ways that I, um, you know, that I swap out. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. Kind of the same. I very much am a carb lover. If I <laughs> buy bread and if I have it in my house, I will eat it until it is gone. And yeah. I have definitely experienced that this summer. I mean, just in the summer, I mean, you know, COVID has lifted, you know, well, some of the restrictions have lifted. We've been seeing a ton of people and like sandwiches and bread are just such a great way to feed a large amount of people. So all of a sudden I'm realizing like, oh my God, it's in my house all the time. And now I'm eating it all the time. So, you know, and, and I too have noticed that once I have it, my brain craves it. I, I just, I just can't get it out of my mind. Uh, and Mm -hmm. that is a swap that I just need to consistently make. Uh, you know, and I think how I'm going to get around it is I'm, I will never tell myself you cannot have fill in the blank because that's a really bad headspace for me. But what does work well for me is I can say, okay, you are allowed. I'm going to allow myself to have a sandwich and to enjoy the shit out of it. If we're at a restaurant and that's the only option, or if it's a specialty sandwich, right? So my mom has started yeah. making 
this amazing sandwich is out of no crumbs left cookbook it's like this yeah. like the gruyere sinky she made it when we were up in the san juan islands oh my god it's the best sandwich i've had in my entire life so for me that is like my ultimate sandwich now so if somebody's gonna make that sandwich for me i'm going to enjoy the shit out of it but other than that, no other sandwich that I'm going to make at home is ever going to compare to that. So I would much rather just look forward to enjoying that and then do exactly what you do. Those low carb tor tortilla wraps, the, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, the, the lettuce, the endive, all that kind of stuff. That's easy swaps for me. I don't miss them. Uh, and I don't need to, I don't need to worry about them. Uh, so yeah. that's, that, that's kind of one of my, my go-tos, um, you know, and then the other thing that I've been doing lately and I've been doing this actually for a couple of years now is that if I'm really craving like a mashed potato, but I'm not really committed to having a mashed potato, you can, you can roast boil. You can make a mashed potato swap with radishes. And I know it sounds freaking insane, but it is the best freaking swap in the world. You can literally treat huh. them just as a potato. I roast them in the oven, smash them down, do a little cracked salt and pepper on top, a little dab of butter, even a little sour cream. Amazing. They don't taste like radishes. Like radishes are kind of spicy if you eat them raw. You yeah. bake them, they turn into something completely different. It's amazing. You can almost Aww. do the same thing with parsnips too. So that's a swap that we often make in our house. I also Aww. love sour cream, but not enough to like go to the store and grab it or always keep it in my house. But I always have fat-free Greek yogurt. I buy the big thing huge from the tub from Costco. Uh, so yeah. I'll make that swap. And if we're doing like a, a Mexican meal, I'll add a little bit of taco seasoning into the, into the Greek yogurt and give it a good mix. And it just tastes phenomenal. Mm. A couple little squeezes of fresh lime juice and it like takes it to the, to the absolute like next level. You can also make like a, a cashew crema, which is delicious. You just like, mm. you know, a heat or, you know, soften up some cashews, blend them in a blender with a little bit of water. And again, like however you want to season it, it it's pretty amazing. So those are kind of my, my go-to my go-to swaps. Um, and I recently rediscovered endive, which is, it's a type of lettuce. It's uh, like a mini lettuce, but they're very rigid. So they're great for chicken salad. I mean, they're great for like anything that you would kind of do on a salad. You can do in these little mm. tiny endive cups, but for a bariatric patient, they're perfect because just two or three little, little spears of this are perfectly satisfying and they have a great crunch. So for me, it kind of hits like that, this, you know, the crunchy chip sandwich, that whole combo thing. Yeah. Like that's like my absolute perfect thing. Perfect thing. Wow. Yeah. I like that because I, I feel like I go towards bib lettuce because it's the perfect size, yes. but it doesn't give you that crunch. No. And okay. I'll have to look for endives because that sounds perfect. <laughs> it is. So it is like chef's kiss and I find it I don't know if you do if you have a tra Trader Joe's nearby Trader Joe's almost I do always, oh, so it comes in this cute little tiny three pack there's like two reds and a, and a white variety I think they all kind of taste the same Ooh. it is the best and if you're also entertaining what I have found it's a very fancy way to kind of serve you know your appetizers or you know even just as a main meal they look beautiful plated it's just a wonderful go-to option that I discovered years ago when I was doing 3010 and then I've just recently rediscovered it. It's like, oh my God, I've, I've done this before. This, this makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so 
you know, wow. this is why we have to have these conversations because we find out new things. Yes. I love that. I'm definitely going to try that end dive. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. All right, my friend, is there anything else about food swaps that you want to let people know? You know, just get creative, you know, just think about things that you already like and may have liked in the past and just think, you know, um, how can I make this something that's bariatric friendly and get creative? You know, I love Cobb salads, uh, but obviously can't eat all of the lettuce and all of the fillers and all of the egg. And, you know, there's just so much going on. Um, and I made myself a Cobb chicken salad. You know, I put all the goodies. I made bacon, blue cheese, canned chicken, avocado, tomatoes. And I just put it all in a bowl and mixed it up with some mayonnaise. And again, it scratched that itch. I thought, oh, this is so good. I put it over some lettuce. Um, you know, just make those little, little swaps. But, you know, I think we get really caught up in like all the extras, right? Like, the ex, the pasta and the, you know, the bread and all this stuff. And it's like, okay, but what am I actually enjoying in those meals? It's, it's the goodies. It's the goodies that go on top of salads, it's the goodies that go on top of the pasta. That's that really make the meal. So I, I think my main tip is like, take the goodies, take the, whatever is the good parts and make it bariatric friendly. And then the rest will kind of fall into place. I love that advice because again, it's not saying that food is good or bad. It's saying that in the moment you have a choice and you now get to determine what, what is the best choice for you in that moment. And you are so mm -hmm. right. A lot of times it's not the whole meal. It's, it's the, the little pieces of the meal that we're really looking forward to, or we're really craving and to mm -hmm. have the power to identify what you are most excited about and then enjoy that in a way that's healthy for you is very powerful very powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I think my, my favorite go-to advice just really kind of re remains, you know, know that a food swap is a tool that we can use. You don't always have to use it, but it's something that you can, it's a, it's a tool in your toolbox that you can go to. If you're finding that, that you're struggling with making choices that are aligned best to your health and that, you know, mm -hmm. to continue to tell yourself, this isn't a good or a bad food. This is just a decision that you're making in the moment and that you're working very hard to make a decision that aligns to your health. That's what this, yep. that's what this, this all comes down to. So exactly. Awesome friend. Well, this has been a very enlightening conversation. I think we're both leaving with yeah. some, something new that we're going to go and try. Of course. Yeah. The end dive. And then I'm definitely going to try the Greek yogurt with the taco seasoning and the lime. I'm like super stoked for that. Oh. <laughs> I cannot wait for you to try it and report back. <laughs> I will. <laughs> All right, my friend, where can they follow you on your own personal weight loss surgery journey? And I guess we probably should have freaking started with this too. Like if nobody knows you yet, like, <laughs> oh my God, tell us a little bit about yourself. This is a little bit backwards, but it's all good. <laughs> you know, it's okay. Uh, yeah, I'm Natalie. I um, am at breaking berry underscore ers so at breaking barriers a uh, little play on words there for bariatric community um i've lost 130 pounds a little over that and um yeah i just i share my journey as raw and real as i can i you know i try to share the good the bad uh the uncomfortable everything that goes along with 
extreme weight loss and weight loss surgery. So if you're into that, if you're into the run, the real and talking about everything, <laughs> including like poop and things like that, <laughs> you know, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. That's, that's the place you want to be is on yeah, my page. <laughs> absolutely a place you want to be. And Natalie and I, or I mean, you know, Jason, and I met Natalie just because we were following her own journey on Instagram and we reached out to her because we wanted to interview her. Natalie has been through three separate bariatric surgeries. Yeah. Your journey mm -hmm. is deep and it is long and it is extensive and we yes. just appreciated how open and honest you were about, I mean, all of your past experience when it comes to bariatric and then how you are finding success now in, in your third surgery. So, I mean, we mm -hmm. reached out to you and we ended up talking for like two or three hours as we were just getting yeah. to know each other. And then Jason and I were like, so would you like to join East to West? Because we very much love you and uh, would love to have you on board. And the rest is history. That's how we met Natalie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been all good, all good. If you would like to follow East to West, of course, we're on Instagram. We're at East number two, West underscore WLS. You can follow Jason and I uh, there as well. I am at actively underscore April. Jason is at the Smithsonian. I think there's an underscore in there. I'll put it in the show notes. Now I'm like blanking on what is, what is Annalise? Oh my God. Uh, but we absolutely would love and appreciate your, your support. We are growing here at East to West and we're very much looking forward to supporting our community in new and exciting ways. And there'll be all kinds of stuff coming up in, in the future about that. But we also love your feedback. So if you would love to leave us a rating and a review on your podcast player app, we would very much appreciate that. Natalie is in charge of our social media and she's killing it. And we always appreciate when you guys like, share, comment, and just kind of come to our live events. I mean, we, I think we do live events almost weekly at this point, Nat. We're going mm -hmm. live on Instagram. We have our virtual bariatric meetups. Uh, and we're doing, we're kind of getting to the point where we're, we're doing more, not interviews, but uh, like later on this week, uh, Jana Wolf from Berrybox, she's going to just join me on Instagram live to kind of answer some nutritional based questions and talk about her own bariatric meal subscription service. So we do a lot on Instagram. Uh, it's a wonderful platform. If you're not there, you should probably get there uh, because we would love to, we'd love to follow your journey, journey there as well. So, okay, Nat, did I do it? Did I miss anything? No, we did it. We are efficient. <laughs> One and done. <laughs> One and done. That's how we roll. Well, since Jason is not here, I guess I'll take us out. But as he always says, remember, friends, you've got this and we've got you. We'll see you soon. Thanks, Nat. Bye.